10 o'clock on a Monday night, a man in the uniform of a sergeant of police walks down a dark side street and enters a small hardware store. Hey, anybody in the store? Coming, mister, coming. Gotta wait for service, pal. We're just close. Holy smoke, the cops. I'm looking for Laurie Evans. He's my old man. Well, what do you want to see him for? It isn't a pinch, kid. Just a friendly visit. Laurie and I used to be pals a long time ago. Oh, oh, I see. They they call me Steve. Pop! Hey, Pop, come on out. Hello, Mr. Steve. We got a visitor, Pop. Pull down your glasses and take a gander. Hello, Laurie. Yes. Yes, Malone. Hey, Pop. Go to bed, Steve. Shut but, up. But go to bed. Oh, gosh. All right. So long, Sergeant. Good night, Steve. Well, guess you finally located me, huh? Yeah. What's the cop's uniform for? This is a cover-up for a job us two are going to pull tonight. Oh, can't you leave me alone? I've been straight for ten years. I haven't done a job since the St. Louis deal, huh? I lost my thumb in St. Louis, but you lost your nerve. Maybe. Anyway, I'm straight and I'm staying. Listen, Laurie, I've been a long time finding you. Don't think I'm going to let you back out now. All I got to do is pass the word that good old Laurie Evans is here running a hardware joint on me. Okay. What's the deal? You're going to help me crack a safe tonight, Laurie. Well, there's nothing much in that safe but a list of names. Names? 20,000 names. And you're going to help me grab every one of them. Is that you, Waldo? I ain't Waldo, honey, but maybe I'll do. Oh. I'm sorry, Mr. Carter won't be able to see you this morning. He'll see me good-looking. I'm from the government. One side, huh? See here, you can't force your way into Mr. Carter's office. What's going on? Oh, who's this? Make this... Mr. Carter, I'm from the government. I've got important business for you in this dispatch case. Yeah, huh? What's your name? Steve Evans. Mr. Evans, you're lying. Huh? Dispatch case is new. The letters aren't scratched, but the price tag is still on it. Your clothes are new. Your army discharge button is new. You're obviously a recently discharged soldier. What are you up to? Gosh. You sure tag me. That's my business. Mr. Carter, I've got something for you in this case. Here. Hey, what's this? Yes. It's 800 bucks cash, all I saved in the Army. Well, what's it for? I decided I'm going to learn how to be a detective. And you're going to teach me, Mr. Carter. <laughs> for the love of... This is my entrance fee. And if it costs more, I'll get more. Hey, look here, Evans. This is impossible. I'm flattered and honored. You've got a really... duty to us veterans, Mr. Carter. Of course, but... Well, I really can't discuss it with you now, Mr. Evans. I'm late in a case already. I've got to be running along. Great. My first lesson. I'll go along. Oh, all right. Come along. Come along. We'll discuss this on the way. Well. That's me. I'll be down at Irving Place with Matty. Safe burglary and murder. All right, Casey. Hi, Matty. I'm here. Well, it's about time. I've been waiting a half hour for you. I. Who's this? This is Steve Evans. Wants me to teach him the detective business. Huh? I haven't had time to talk him out of it yet. See, this is Sergeant Mathis, another homicide squad. Hiya, Sergeant. Okay, Nick, stack the kid in the corner and get a load of this case. It's a little... Go ahead. This is the business office of United Veterans Incorporated. It's a veterans organization that publishes a magazine for its boys. And last night, someone was admitted to this office and broke into the safe. How do you know he, he was admitted? Neither the lock nor the door were touched. Oh. See the safe there and the body. Yeah, watchman. Slugged over the head and killed Maybe he let the cook in and was double-crossed. Eh? Maybe. Now, what's the peculiar about the case? One little hitch. There was $5,000 in a drawer in that safe, and it wasn't touched. 
so. You know the only thing he listed? The magazine subscription list. He stole 20,000 names and addresses. That's all. The guy must have been nuts. Who asked you? Mm. All right. Let's have a look at the safe. Oh, very neat punch job, huh, Matty? Yeah. Dial knocked off of a sledgehammer, spindle punched back, and the small socket's broken. The way of cracking a safe I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, look at the edges of the broken sockets. Huh? Edges of rust. Not from the safe itself, but from the burglar tools. Yeah, it must have been an old set of tools. How can you tell? Look at the way the sockets are broken. Huh? Two blows of a chisel to each bolt. Took a strong man to do that. Yeah, I noticed that. Found anything from the body? No, nothing. Make signs of a struggle, two blows on the head, that's all. Uh-huh. Watson was either tricked and then killed. I was an accessory and a double cross. Mm. The killer stole nothing but a list of names from the safe, and that's what he was after. And that makes this a very serious case. Yeah? Why, Mr. Carter? Because, Steve, back in 1932, when Washington announced that a bonus was to be paid war veterans, some crooks broke into the office of a veteran's publication and stole a subscription list. Right after that, all veterans who were on that list were besieged with commons for every known form of confidence game. Holy smoke! Thousands of vets were cheated out of their bonus dollars. And this is the same setup. He's stolen names to form a sucker list that'll milk a fortune from veterans who have mustering out pay. And the list has got to be located before it starts circulating through the underworld. Well, how, for Pete's sake, man? Well, the man who cracked this safe. I'll identify him through my files. And we may be able to locate him. Come on. Here you got every card now, Patsy. Right, Nick. Well, Matty, explain to Steve how we keep files on crooks. Oh, I'm a veteran, Sergeant. All right, all right. Now, listen, kid. Every crook uses a personal technique on a job, Steve. He never changed it. It's almost like an autograph. Here are the cards, Nick. Oh, thanks, Patsy. Now, Steve, we're looking for a burglar who opens safes with a punch technique and who cracks bolts with a chisel rather than a wrench. Yeah. The technique is so unfamiliar to me, I'm sure he hasn't been active lately. All right, let's have him, Patsy. Adams, no records in 28, specialty blowtorch job. Bookman, no records in 34, specialty punch job. Take that card, Matty. He's a possibility. Okay. Dennison, no records in 29, specialty chopping job. That's a technique, Steve, of turning a safe over and chopping the bottom out. Dennison isn't our man. Right. Dugan, 37, specialty ripping job. That's ripping open a safe with a kind of giant can opener. No kidding. Dugan's not our man. And... What's the matter, Betsy? Mm-hmm. You better read this one yourself, Nick. Maybe it's a coincidence, but then again, seeing what happened this morning. Hmm? Mm, I see. Steve, what's your father's name? Laurie. Laurie Evans. I see. Why'd you come to see me this morning? Well, I already told you I want to be a detective. You sure that's the reason? Not too late to tell the truth. Well, why would I lie to you, Mr. Carter? Where is your father? In the hardware store on Mayor Avenue. Hey, what is all this, Mr. Carter? Explanations will keep. Right now, we're all getting into my car and driving out to the hardware store. I've got to see Laurie Evans. Pat. Is it, Steve? Yeah. Come on. Look, Nick, what's the kid's old man got to do with it? You'll see, Nettie. Open the door, Steve. Right. Door's empty. Where's your father? Oh, he's probably in the back of the store. Call him. Hey, Pop, is that somebody here to see you? Wait a minute, Nick. Yes, what is it, Patsy? On the floor here, behind the counter. Behind the... Holy smoke, Nick. Pop, what's happened to him? Pop! He's dead, Steve. Been murdered. 
Behind the sales counter of the Evans Hardware Store in Brooklyn, Nick examines the body of Laurie Evans while Patsy, Matty, and Steve Evans watch. Laurie Evans was in a fight before he was killed. Yeah, look at the scratches on his hands and face. The fight led behind this counter. See the nail kegs and tools knocked off the shelves? Yeah. And he was thrown down here. I wish I'd been here. Heads chucked that sack of plaster of Paris, putting it open. The killer grabbed a screwdriver and stabbed Laurie with tremendous force. Killed him almost instantly. But why, Mr. Carter, why? Steve, you'll have to know the truth sooner or later. Here's the card from my files that led me to ask you about your father. Uh, <clears throat> Laurie Evans, inactive since 1935. Specialty punch jobs. Further characteristics. Cracked safe bolts with chisels. Does not... This isn't true. My father isn't a crook. He never was. Steve, it's the truth. There's no question, Ted. Your old man pulled a veteran job last night. That's a lie. He's got an alibi for last night. What, what alibi? He was with a friend of his, a cop, Sergeant Malone. And you gave the answer to the burglary, Matty. I was wondering how Evans got into that office to watch him was duped. Evans was with a pal in police uniform. What? Well, how do you know the guy with him was a crook? Why, was he a real cop? Because you left a signature here. What do you mean? Look, by the plaster of Paris that's spilled on the floor, there's a handprint on it. A right hand with a thumb missing. A policeman can't stay on the active force with a right thumb missing. You're right, Nick. Maybe this Malone high pressured your father into doing this job, Steve. But that isn't the important thing now. The important thing is to find Malone. And the 20,000 names he's stolen before he peddles them to every crook in the country. Now, just a minute. Maybe Steve Evans fools you, but he hasn't fooled me. Huh? Nick, I want to know why he came to you this morning after his old man cracked his safe at Irving. Oh, well, Matt, quiet. This is official, Nick. That look here. You can worry about a sucker list of 20,000 names. I'm worrying about two murders. And Steve Evans is my number one lead. He's met him down the headquarters with me for a long talk. Now, how about it, Matty? Will you try it my way? Oh, it's the darndest thing you've ever come up with, Nick. And if he is guilty... But, Sergeant, I swear I know... Well, Matty, Matty. All right, all right. What if it backfires? It won't. If Nick says it's okay. Now, Steve, listen carefully. Yeah. I've been telling you. Sergeant Matt, the only way I can see to locate Malone and those stolen names is for you to escape. So I gathered, but how do we work it? We'll pay you. After you escape, take the northbound subway to Isham Park. Yeah. Get out of Isham and take the ferry across the river. From the ferry landing, strike north along the reservoir road. Got that? Yeah. When you reach a town called Hessian Courthouse, give yourself up to the police. Pick myself up? But I thought you... I thought you were in the army. Do you have to understand orders to follow them? No, Mr. Carter. Very well. You've got to get through the Hessian Courthouse, Chief. You've got to follow the route that's schedule, no matter what happens. Oh, yes. One important thing. Wear a pair of gloves. A pair of gloves? Yes. All right, I'll do it, Mr. Carter. Yes, police headquarters coming up. When we get out of the car, we've got to put on a good show for the benefit of any onlookers. You hit me in the jaw and run. I'll make sure to fall against Matty so it looks good. Duck down on the subway and get going. Yes, sir. All out as far as we go. Matty, you're a fool. I don't know whether Steve is guilty or not, but the important thing is... You're not arresting me! Nick! Hey, come back here! Watch out, Nick! The kid's getting away! Get off! Will you? Hey, what happened? Stop that man! Stop him! I'm dying. Good. The way they Now, let's get to work. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nick Carter. I'm broadcasting from my car by short wave. Your local station has kindly consented to relay this announcement to help in the search for Steve Evans, suspect in the murder of a watchman at Irving Place, and his father, Laurie Evans, in a hardware store in Brooklyn. Steve Evans has escaped police custody and is at large in the city. He is 20 years old, of medium height, red hair, brown eyes. He's wearing gray suit, 
gray hat, blue overcoat. He has lost the thumb from his right hand. When last seen, Steve Evans was on the subway headed north toward Isham Park. Please communicate any information to me at once. There is a reward for his capture. Hey, buddy. Did you hear that announcement on the air? Huh? What announcement? I heard of this before I got on at the last station. Nick Carter's offering a big reward for a killer. Whole city's buzzing around trying to grab it. Yeah? Well, who's he looking for? A guy named Steve Evans. Killed his old man, he says. I... He killed his old man? Carter said that? Yeah, and a night watchman. Oh, he's a guy about medium height, say, like you, and he's, he's got red hair like... like you, too. Say, let me see your right hand. What for? Never mind what for. Take off your glove and let me see your right hand. Sorry, Mac. This is my station. So long. Hey, stop him! Stop him! That guy's a killer! He's the one trying to drop into the war war! Somebody stop him! He's getting away! I gotta hide someplace. Get up out of the station and hide and park. Oh, Nick Carter's secretary. Get over here on the bench with me. Hurry up. But how did you... I was on the train with you. I got out ahead, but I heard the trouble. See, this is an emergency. Make out to my boyfriend. Put your arms around me and keep your head down. Quick, here they come. All right. Excuse me, please. Ah, but please say, can't people get a little privacy in a park? Yeah, a guy ran past you towards Broadway. All right, Steve, we can break it up now. Who's flowing? Get on the ferry and keep going. Follow Nick's orders. But he's double-crossing me. Telling people I killed my father and offering him a woman. He's never double-crossed anyone in his life. Just follow instructions, Steve. Keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nick Carter again. Steve Evans was last seen headed for the Isham Ferry and is probably attempting to cross the river and escape into open country. All officials and citizens in that vicinity are warned to keep a sharp lookout for a red-haired man with a thumb missing from his right hand. Hey, river's mighty pretty around dusk, hey, buddy? Yeah. It's funny, ain't it? This here river looks so calm and peaceful, but there's a lot happening on it right now. There's armed guards on both sides. Yeah? How yeah. come? Ain't you heard? There's a killer trying to get across in this world with the Kill his own man, he did. Uh, name of Steve Evans. Everybody's looking for him. Yeah? Yeah, Nick Carter himself is directing a search by radio. Uh, have a cigarette? No, thanks. Uh, this is Steve Evans. He's a veteran. He's got red hair, and he... Hey, buddy. Yeah? Why are you wearing gloves? Well, because I'm cold, that's why. Well, uh, I'd better be moving forward. The ferry's due to dock now. Just a minute, wise guy. You ain't tripping away so easy. Come on, let me get it. I've got to find it. Hey, hey, Evan. Steve, Evan. Huh? This is my life. What? I'm worried about the big, the cutter's decision. They're giving me my truck here. Uh, hurry up. Get under the canvas in the back. I'll drive you off the ferry. But listen, what do you mean? I have to head of the play. I'll cover for you. He's this crazy overboard. Get uh, overboard. Get overboard. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nick Carter again. After eluding capture by swimming ashore from the Isham Ferry, Steve Evans has made for the Reservoir Road and headed north. I want to warn all motorists against picking up hitchhikers. Please report any information to me immediately. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep on the Hitchham Courthouse. I promise Mr. Carter. Who's that? 
and someone behind that tree. Oh, it's the nerves again. Uh-oh. Clyde, my scar up the road. You better suck it in a bitch again. Kid, come out of the dish. Malone? Yeah. Gas Malone. How did you... I've been up and down this road a dozen times looking for you, kid. I've been listening to them Nick Carter reports like I was a cop myself. Listen, Malone. Come on, come on. Get into the car. And no argument. This rod ain't a water pistol. Look, Malone. Get into the car, kid. I'm gonna drive you to my office. It's a quiet place where we can have a nice little talk. Thirty minutes after Gas Malone picked up Steve Adams on the Reservoir Road, his car draws up before a small building in downtown New York. We're here, kid. Get out. Okay. And don't get funny, Steve. I'd just as soon drop you now as later. I'm not trying anything. Not as long as you've got that gun. Open the door. Go straight upstairs. You kill my father, Malone. Yeah, kid. His conscience started bothering him about the way I knocked off the watchman last night. It was all for phoning the cops. I had to shut him up. No hard feeling, kid. It was business. Yeah. Dirty business. <laughs> Just like I got nothing against you, kid. Maybe you're a nice guy for all I know. Open the door. Go on in. No, no, kid. I got nothing against you. But you might make trouble for me. Listen, Malone. I got a nice setup here, see? Quiet little office. 20,000 names of XGIs. The hottest sucker list an operator ever got his hands on. And after I take the cream off the list, I can sell them names for two bits each. Why, there's 50 grand in this deal for me, and I... Sort of got to protect it. Listen, Malone, you don't have to kill me. I know the cops want you for the killings. I don't know how you got mixed up, and I don't care. Just assume leave you to handle a mess yourself, except for one thing. What? How come they said you was missing a thumb? They said I was missing a thumb? Yeah, how come? What'd you tell them? I never told them nothing. Now, look. This is the clutch, kid. We're all alone here. You... Me and this gun. Now, I want some answers. What about the thumb? Honest, Malone, I don't... Hey! <laughs> Missed you that time, Steve, but I'll take better aim the next time. Why'd the cop say he was missing a thumb, Steve? They've got the trap Do it, Malone. Don't try to shoot him, Oh! I won. Pick up his gun, Steve. Okay. Sorry, I was late getting up the stairs, but the door of the luggage compartment of Malone's car jammed on me. Took time for me to get out. Hey, car! Oh, stop your whining, Malone. I just put a bullet through your left hand, that's all. Maybe you'll lose that some, too. But it won't make any difference to you when you're in the chair. Mr. Carter, I still don't understand why I had to go through that whole routine. You were bait, Steve. Sure, buddy, just bait. But why? Well, you see, Steve, it would have been impossible to track Malone down in time to stop him from using those stolen names. So instead of looking for him, I made him look for me and lead me to the stolen names. Yeah, but he was looking for me. Well, naturally, that's what I wanted. So I stirred up a big fuss, made broadcasts every 15 minutes, kept stressing the fact that you had a missing thumb. Well, that's what I don't get. Malone believed the police were after you. 
but he couldn't understand about that son. Finally, his curiosity got the better of him. He had to find you and ask you about it. Oh. I made sure he'd know where to find you. But he might have killed me. Not until he found out what he wanted to know. And I felt sure he wouldn't try anything where he picked you up because there might be police around. And don't forget, Steve, I followed you up the reservoir road hiding in a brush behind you. Then that was you behind that tree. Right. As soon as I heard Malone say he was going to drive you to his office, I slipped into the baggage compartment of his car while he was talking to you. Because his office is what I wanted to locate. I passed you seven times on the road, Steve. I was a Nick's roaster. <laughs> My, how fast you dove into the ditch. And didn't you spot me, Steve, boy? Old Waldo passed you twice in that truck. Once you hit behind a billboard, and once you got behind a detour sign. <laughs> Holy smoke. Hey, Mr. Carter, is this what detectives have to do all the time? Most of the time. Which brings up the original question of your taking lessons from me. Now, look. You don't have to say anything, Mr. Carter. None of this business of being a detective for me. You know what I'm going to do? Get myself a nice, easy job. I'm going to re-enlist in the Army.